0: The Holy Gospel according to Luke. The apostles said to the Lord, increase our faith. The Lord replied, if you had faith the size of a mustard seed, you could say to this mulberry tree, be uprooted and planted in the sea, and it would obey you. Who among you would say to your slave who has just come in from plowing or tending sheep in the field, Come here at once and take your place at the table. Would you not rather say, Prepare supper for me? Put on your apron and serve me while I eat and drink. Later you may eat and drink. Do you, think, do you thank the slave for doing what was commanded? So you also, when you have done all that you were ordered to do, say, We are worthless slaves. We have done only what we ought to have done. The Gospel of the Lord. You can be seated. This passage from today's Gospel reading is a little confusing because it's missing its context. Listen to the first four verses that precede it. I put them here on the screen for you so you can get a sense of what Jesus was talking about before today's reading. Jesus said to his disciples, Occasions for stumbling are bound to come, but woe to anyone by whom they come. It would be better for you if a millstone were hung around your neck and you were thrown into the sea than for you to cause one of these little ones to stumble. Be on your guard. If another disciple sins, you must rebuke the offender. And if there is repentance, you must forgive. And if the same person sins against you seven times a day and turns back to you seven times and says, I repent, you must forgive. The apostles said to the Lord, increase our faith. So. The preceding verses tell us why the disciples are asking for more faith from Jesus. Jesus has just finished a discussion about becoming stumbling blocks to one another and the need for forgiveness. Perhaps the disciples found it unbelievable that if someone repeatedly sins against you, if they're sorry and repent, then Jesus says you must forgive. Because that's not really the way it works, right? Can you appreciate the disciples' lack of faith here? There's plenty of conventional wisdom that says, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Don't get burned by the same person more than once. But once again, Jesus presents an alternative way of seeing things. And just as a reminder, if you are here and profess to be a Christian that follows Jesus, then doing these things are not optional. But that does not mean that it's easy or it's natural, which is why the disciples were asking for more faith to begin with, because following Jesus Is difficult. It requires you to change habits and behaviors and look at people with different eyes. Following Jesus often takes more faith than we have. Jesus says, Woe to anyone who creates a stumbling block for others. Perhaps the number one stumbling block that we create for others is an expert expectation of perfection. We hold ourselves and others to a high standard because we do it to ourselves. It begins inside each of us. Our own self-created perfectionism makes us dissatisfied and disappointed by nearly everything and everyone, beginning with what we do ourselves. Instead of being ready and willing To offer forgiveness when people mess up and ask for it, we create stumbling blocks around the expectation of perfection. Brene Brown has this to say about perfectionism. It is in the process of embracing our imperfections that we find our truest gifts, courage, compassion, and connection. When we can let go of what other people think and own our story, we gain access to our worthiness. The feeling that we are enough just as we are and that we are worthy of love and belonging. When we spend a lifetime trying to distance ourselves from the parts of our lives that don't fit with who we think we're supposed to be, we stand outside of our story and hustle for our worthiness by constantly performing, perfecting, pleasing and proving there's a line from a Leonard Cohen song anthem that serves as a reminder to me when I'm trying to control everything and make it perfect the line is there's a crack in everything that's how the light gets in this line helps me remember the beauty of the cracks it reminds me that our imperfections are not inadequacies They are reminders that we're all in this together, imperfectly, but together. So the disciples ask Jesus for an increase in faith because they, just like us, are bound by the false ideals of perfection. And it's going to take faith to overcome it. But what does it mean To increase your faith. Faith is one of those church words. It's not very tangible. The word that we translate as faith is the Greek word pistis. And another way to translate that word is trust. Now, put that word in the disciples' mouths. Lord, increase our trust. Give us the ability to trust what you say as if it's true for me. And Jesus's response to the request for an increase of trust is a comment saying, you don't need very much of it for it to work. You just need a little bit. The smallest amount of trust will accomplish more than you need. Jesus has already spoken about mustard seeds in the gospel according to Luke. Back in chapter 13, verse 19, he said this, The kingdom of God is like a mustard seed that someone took and sowed in the garden. It grew and became a tree, and the birds of the air made nests in its branches. The mustard seed is small, but by its very nature... It becomes something exponentially bigger than how it began. Do you think seeds worry about what will happen to them? Do you think seeds worry about whether they will be planted? Or worry if they'll have enough water? Or worry if they'll be cut down early? Or worry if they'll ever make it into being a tree? No, right? Seeds don't worry and neither should you. You are invited to have the same faith as a grain of mustard. You are invited to have the same trust as a grain of mustard. Each grain of mustard trusts God for the purpose that it was created for. Have faith. Have Trust and let God worry about the details. Trust that God doesn't require perfection from you or anyone else. We all live by grace. Don't pretend that God loves you because you're worthy of it. None of us are. But God loves us despite our attempts to be perfect and demand perfection from others. God, help me trust that you don't expect me to be perfect. God, help me trust that it's okay that no one else is perfect either. Help me trust that you love me and everyone else when we're not perfect. And as the psalm for today said, put your trust in the Lord and see what God will do. Amen.